0: Good evening, New Life Church. I am Brian and I am the online campus pastor here at the New Life Church Network and I'm so excited to have you joining us tonight. Why don't you let us know in the comments where you are joining us from. We got people all across the world who join us at different times during the day and we'd love to know where you call home. While you're doing that, I wanna remind you of our online campus mantra. It's two words, but three words, but it's really easy to remember. It's invite and engage. So right here, right now, while you're already putting a comment in, why don't you tag someone that you want to invite to join you to this stream right here, right now, to sit next to you digitally and then engage with what's going on. There's going to be a lot of questions asked and and thoughts thrown out there. We want you to engage in the comment section. Put your thoughts in the comments. Put your answers to the questions in the comments. I tell you, it is gold to spread the word of Jesus digitally on Facebook uh, by in uh, inviting people to the stream and engaging with what's going on so thank you guys for joining us tonight it's going to be a good night if new life church is your home church and you want to support the ministries of new life you can always do that by giving at our website that's newlifeca.church give and you can give one time or reoccurring gifts there Or you can also text the word online to 209-647-3878 and it'll give you step-by-step instructions on how to give towards the ministries here. But we have such a great guest tonight. I'm excited for the discussion we're about to have. Tonight's special guest is Michael. Michael, how you doing? Good. Thank Mike- you
1: for. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you know, you're oh, good. Uh, thanks for having me. Pastor Of Brian, course, really of course.
0: Michael is the uh, network youth and young adults pastor. Why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself? What do you enjoy to do?
1: A- anything new happening in your life? What's What's been going on? Well, something new, if you don't know already, um, I'm going to be a new dad. Um, yeah, so my wife and I, uh, pa- who is Pastor Tasha here at the New Life Network, um, we just uh, did our gender reveal of the baby, and we are having a daughter, and her name is Paisley Parker. Nice. Yeah, so that's new, and of course, um, you know, my wife still has a baby. We haven't had the baby yet, but so. And w-
0: when are you due?
1: The doctor said November 21st or
0: 22nd. Nice. So a little yeah. bit after uh, Taisha's birthday. That's yeah, pretty exciting. So
1: I was saying it's like easy to remember. My wife's birthday is in November, and then my daughter's birthday will be November, and then They're Thanksgiving. Trying to make it easy on you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I think God was like, yeah, he struggles with the birthday <laughs> thing.
0: <laughs> trying to throw you a bone, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, Paisley Parker, is that like... Because you like, like, like Spider Man or something, you like Peter Parker or something like that. Where did that name come about?
1: Um, actually, so it's kind of funny. You know, the Spider Man movie came out not too long ago, and I was like, it really sounds like I'm banking on that. But <laughs> um, it was actually I worked at Starbucks, uh, many not no, a few years ago. I was gonna and say <laughs> it wasn't that. Long I was gonna ago, say many man. moons ago. I'm not <laughs> even that old. Uh, and um, I saw this girl with her older brother, and um, they ordered a drink, and then she was like. Oh, my name's Parker. And I was like, wow, I've never heard a girl named Parker. Um, and I was like, that'd be really cool to name a girl that. So yeah. um, on the list of names, my wife and I were like, oh, well, well, let's see how that works together. And yeah. yeah I,
0: th- I think it worked because that's one of the things I love is names that like flow well. Yeah. Paisley, Parker, Gampon. And yeah. It just it feels natural and i don't yeah. even know like why it feels natural right like it just saying does. it yeah exactly. my uh
1: my wife and i were like oh it sounds like a good graduation like name like it's it's kind of long but yeah. it's like when you walk across the stage paisley parker gampon yeah you know that kind of thing
0: you're so you're already thinking about high school and college graduation oh, and honestly
1: because of jadwin i know I know. Your kids like he's about.
0: entering kindergarten yeah. this fall it's just where did the time go, right? Yep. I just, I, you know, I look at pictures all the time. I'm just like, he was just an infant, mm-hmm. you know, and now he's going to, yeah, makes you want to cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, speaking of a few years ago, I like doing icebreaker questions with everyone that comes on. And keep in mind, everyone who's watching at home, you're a part of this, too. So put your answer to this in the comments as well. But tonight's icebreaker question is this. What was your first car? <laughs> Okay, and and um. I'll add to that because usually, I mean, unless you were really blessed with a like new-ish car for your first car, what was your first car? And I'll add this onto it. What was like its biggest quirk? Mm. That oh, you had to I can definitely with?
1: answer that. Okay, so my first car was a uh, maroon, a rustic, rusted maroon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 Rusted or yeah. rusted? I'll, t- I'll tell you. I'll <laughs> tell you. The, yeah. Uh, 1998 Toyota Camry. Uh, so, my dad got it for me from his roommate in the Bay Area, and he got that car from Utah. And I believe in Utah, it snows a lot at, yep. at times of the winter. So, uh, I later found out that, you know, the un- underside of the car. Obviously, touches the water and the snow when you drive, and so it was all rusted. I don't know how safe that was, but it was all (laughs) rusted. And then the biggest cork, I would say, it had is um, if you've ever any Call of Duty fans out there.
0: Oh yeah. uh, Yep. That's yeah.
1: You know the urban camo camouflage, like MW2, Modern Warfare 2, back way when, it was like a reddish, black, and gray. Color and the paint was so bad because the, the salt disintegrated the clear coat on the car yep. that I drove on the freeway one time and it was on the I5 right here by the church, uh going to Manteca, and the the it was already flapping the paint, right? And so I, I of course being a young guy I was driving 80 or something, yep. and the paint like literally peeled off and covered my windshield oh f- no. momentarily yeah and then it flew back and and the other cars I looked back I was like <laughs> oh my gosh what was that and they were swerving cuz it was just yeah i mean so if you think of the ca- a car hood right that whole section of the paint it just stripped off so it ended up becoming like a urban camo that's what i joked around <laughs> yeah just sounds like uh,
0: this is going to age me a little bit but if you've seen the movie Tommy Boy with mm. Chris Farley I and don't David think Spade. So. if you haven't you should because it has a scene that is exactly okay. like that but there's like there's a, a deer that they thought was dead that <laughs> they put in the, their back seat <laughs> wow. that comes to life while they're dr- yeah, it was insane yeah it's a funny okay. scene uh, that uh, movie's pretty I guess I mean I didn't think it was old but now that I think about it it's, it's an older movie now okay um, wow What about you guys at home? What uh, what was your first car and what was its biggest quirk? We would love to know. For me, my first car was a 1985 uh, Oldsmobile, and that's what it's called, Oldsmobile. Yeah, yeah, brand name. It's called an Oldsmobile. What does it look like? Uh, It was I I could pull up a picture and show you later, but it it was puke green. Um, (laughs) It was just you know nasty green. Uh, with a white top on it, like kind of faux leather top, but the rest mm. of it was this puke green. And, um, you know, I started driving it in, what would that have been, 2009, I think it was. Um, and so it was already a, a very old car by the time I got it. Yeah. And uh, it was a great car, you know, had, had a tape deck and stuff like that, and just the whole shebang, it was great. Uh, one time uh, I... I went to a I was in jazz band in high school. I went to a jazz band gig and my friend we have a uniform and my friend forgot his uniform pants and The band director was like you can't play in the band if you don't have uniform pants Mm -hmm. He was like really strict about it. And so it was 20 minutes uh, Until the show started and our high school was about 10 minutes away from the venue and so uh, we got into my car, and we hauled and got to the high school. There's a janitor there. He led us into the band room. He got an extra pair of pants, and we hustled out. And I remember my speedometer o- only went up to 85. That's as high as the speedometer went. Okay. Um, and I hit that max, and I knew I was going faster than that. We got there. It Towards the end of getting t- to there, we were slightly late, so we came in, you know, like a minute into the first song. Oh. <laughs> um, but i remember it started like as i was driving down the highway i was like this isn't good <laughs> but we got to get there and i apparently bent a rod in in oh. the engine and it would have cost more than the car was worth to fix it and so wow. we gave the car away and i got the truck after that but yeah that was my wow, first car that I
1: you know what that reminded me that you a bent rod but i my car had a cracked um engine something or r- rather Like radiator something, something like, like that, that. um and then it ha- also started to get rod knocking. I don't know if you kn- know what that means, but the thing, and it was loud. I, there was times mm-hmm. I am, I I really eluded uh, the cops because, uh, you know, you get a ticket yeah. for if it's too loud or whatever. It's true.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's how this was. It was it was super super loud. Yeah. Um, Well, we'd love to read your comments. We're pre-recording this on Tuesday afternoon here in uh, Lathrop, uh, California, Uh, but we're going to be in the comment section while it's live, reading your comments and respond to you guys. So please put your answers in the comments. But I want to get into uh, the discussion tonight. Um, So obviously we both had cars that had issues, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And kind of in life. It's the same way, you know, there's warning signs, there's the check engine light that you're supposed to pay yep. attention to, but like Pastor Troy said, a lot of times you stick a piece of black tape over that and act like it just never even existed. Yeah. Um, but there's warning lights that we get in life, and I was just kind of wondering, um, that was kind of a big part of the message this week. Yep. When Pastor Troy was talking about those types of warning lights, did anything come to your mind, um, like sh- struck you personally this past weekend during the message?
1: Yes. Um, Let's see. I think, well, I know one of them was like rest. Um, And what does that mean? Uh, For me, reflecting on my life, um, there's times where something as simple as, you know what, before bed, I'm on my phone or I'm like, oh, I'll watch a movie and fall asleep to it. And then I ended up staying up super, super late mm. and then I don't get enough rest now what does the rest mean it's the physical you know sleep that you get right for me and and then the recuperation that you get so that you can have a, a good day and what I notice for me is you know if you don't get good sleep then you can't function well and all these little like decisions that I make lead up to whether I'm able to do my job whether that's in a pastoral setting or I also work in private security. C- can I function when I'm working at uh, a, mm. at a, one of the places I work at? Um, can I properly protect myself? Well, maybe I can't because I didn't get enough sleep and I ate crappy or something like that, you know what I mean? Yep. And so rest and then also balancing, um, making sure I balance, uh, you know, things in my life. So.
0: Yeah, I I feel that. You know, I I have the same issue. I need to get the right amount of rest for me. And the warning lights that I see when I don't is when I'm really short with my kids. Like, you know, cuz my kids aren't perfect. They disobey and they throw fits and have, you know, complain, Sure. just like normal kids do. But if it's like a okay, the kid has just started complaining and I like get on him and I'm like w- like just cut to the chase instead mm-hmm. of like just trying to handle it in a calm way, I, I'll be like I probably should have gotten a little bit more rest last night. Um, that's usually what it is. I'm just like uh, I'm just I'm tired and I like I
1: can't emotionally handle what's going on because yeah. I didn't prepare myself. That's so you know, it's funny you say that, but I get like that if I don't eat or I don't have coffee or something. So Yep. But yeah, I guess and that's you
0: had just said right before this video that you need a coffee. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe we'll see yeah angry Mike Hal come yeah, out <laughs> in just Watch a couple out, minutes. <laughs> Um, speaking of angry, there's a guy who got pretty angry in the Bible And it's one of the stories that Pastor Troy talked about in, in the book of Genesis It's found in Genesis chapter 4 verses 2 through 8 I want to read it to you guys um, If you saw the message you know what it's about But it says this, it says Later she gave birth to his brother and named him Abel When they grew up, Abel became a shepherd While Cain cultivated the ground When it was time for harvest Cain presented some of his crops as a gift to the Lord Abel also brought a gift, the best portions of the firstborn lambs from his flock. The Lord accepted Abel in his gift, but he did not accept Cain in his gift. This made Cain very angry, and he looked dejected. Why are you so angry, the Lord asked Cain. Why do you look so dejected? You will be accepted if you do what is right. But if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door eager to control you, but you must subdue it and be its master. One day, Cain suggested to his brother, let's go out into the fields. And while they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. That's kind of like a big deal, right? Yes, very. Um, do you think that... Uh, well first off, what do you think of that passage? Like, What t- um, type of thoughts enter your brain?
1: Well, I think... It's so cool that, first off, this is uh, a biblical text. Like, we can go into the Bible, and we see a a, a real-life example of, like, something that happened so, so long ago. But, I mean, let's just be real, guys. uh, Something that's so relevant today, right now, in our uh, uh, culture. Um, But one thing that, I think it was a couple verses, or the last slide that you put on is um, master your, uh, or subdue, the what was it the anger
0: let's see um is right here uh but you must subdue it and be its master subdue
1: it and be its master i think that kind of sounds very in a way i mean that's from the text but in today's culture you you look at tiktok or instagram or or uh ted talks that right there sub subdue and be its master and kind of be a master your mind um i think that's very like a topic that's on social media right now and how to do that yeah. but I think that's so so important and that it's almost God gives us an example of what happens or what could happen to us um, if we don't control that and that nowadays that can look many shapes and sizes Absolutely. Uh, but it really speaks to me is that we get to see an example before um, we maybe do it ourselves yeah. or we don't control it enough or we don't get a, a nice grip um, and fix it in our own personal life because um, it could be bad. And I'm yeah. glad that God gives us an example of.
0: Yeah, and he, he gives us like what we're talking about, the warning lights, right? Yep, like exactly. It's not just like all of a sudden uh, this thing happens. There's, there's warnings along the way. And. Uh, like what? What warning lights do you see in the story that that Cain should have see, seen that he just plain out
1: ignored? Uh, I believe it was in the beginning of the verse verses where it was like he he kind of gave like the scraps mm-hmm. away, right? And and then it, it yeah, went And
0: if if you had read earlier before that, you would know that God laid out. His expectations yes. of what a sacrifice should look like, right? Correct. And, yep. and Cain didn't listen to that, yeah.
1: yeah. And I think God giving the you know precise instruction of, hey, this is what I want you to do, but and then you don't do it, and then th- this is going to cause you to feel that certain way, yep. And um, and then you obviously know at the end of the verse what he does to his brother, so yeah, and it's funny
0: because. Like, I was realizing as I was reading this again that not only did he ignore God's first instructions, right, that first warning that God gave him, but even w- literally right before he went and killed his brother, God was telling him what he should have done, right? Yeah. He, w- he said something like, let me, let me see, oh, instead of going to the slide, it switched apps. Um, he, he said, y- you will be accepted if you do what is right. But if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door, right? Yeah. Uh, y- it's funny. You will be accepted if you do what is right. I mean, God gave him this warning, like, if you do what's right, you'll be accepted. If you don't do what's right, then, boom, sin yeah. is right there. And then what does he do right after that in the passage? He goes and
1: kills his brother, right? Yeah, he just yeah. he doesn't listen to God. And it's just so interesting how God, I think, orchestrates how we're able to have free will mm. because like I was mentioning earlier like all the little the, the tiny little um, you know steps or like um, you know process that we have in our mind just to get to that big thing he, he could have you know mm-hmm. backed off mm-hmm. but in that split second where everything mattered at that moment totally fell off the rail you know yep. was it didn't listen to god obviously and then you yep. know yeah and it's it's so important on how to manage our our ourself our mind yep. our spiritual condition you know what i mean and and like pastor troy says or i've heard it you, heard you say it before everyone uh is responsible for their own spir- spiritual, spiritual condition, condition yeah. and i think this or that and and this kind of go together. It's so important. I, I believe yeah,
0: Absolutely. And it was so clear for Cain, right? It's like the warning signs were literally spoken mm-hmm. by God himself um, They're not always as clear to us, but a lot of times we don't see the warning signs because We're just not paying attention, right? Uh, can you think of like a, a time? when maybe You were doing stupid stuff and God like woke you up with a warning sign Um like what, what did, you know, it, it saved you from like some heartache or devastation or something like that? Hmm. Let's see. Uh. Hmm. And you guys at home too, be thinking about that. Is there a time that God woke you up with a warning sign that, you know, knocked some sense into you and, and woke you to what was going on in your life? We'd love to
1: know. Okay. So I, uh, Brian knows this cause he witnessed it. He talked to the cops for me, actually, you know, where <laughs> I'm going with this. Maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's not as bad <laughs> as <Yeah>. you're probably <laughs> making it out to yeah. be in, in your head. <laughs> okay, so um, I was uh, over at the Neil or it was, whose house was it at the time? Pastor Troy's or?
0: No, I think it was our house. Oh, yeah,
1: okay. So I was over at their house and my car that I, I used to have, um, I didn't pay the uh, registration and I was I drove around not with the tag, with the wrong tag for quite a long time. I obviously didn't pay it, and the one time I park it, like in f- across the street from Brian's house, Pastor Brian's house, um, I was like, oh, it's fine. My um, my now wife and I, we went to go do something. I think it was my sister Kyler. We I think we went to get ice cream or something.
0: Something like that. But you guys took like Tasha's car. Or something right, like we took that, someone
1: yeah. else's car. So I left my car there, and when we come back, Brian tells me, hey, your car got towed and i was like you didn't call me or stop them or anything
0: <laughs> i was like dude <laughs> i tried right yeah. you know and they're like if you're not the owner we can't talk exactly to
1: and you. it was like we were gone for like 15 minutes seriously we went down yeah, the street long yeah and um it happened to be that uh, uh, a sheriff went down bryan street yep. quiet old neighborhood <laughs> nothing bad ever happens but yep. the one time and and uh uh, th- what happened after that is every single day, it was in the, the, the lot or the impound thing, and it was, I think, 200 two to $400 every single day. And I just remember God provided me the money. I mean, I worked at Starbucks at the time, you know what I mean? And yep. that's remember not a lot. That. And God made a way and provided me that. And now, till this day, my registration is <laughs> early or on <laughs> time because of that. and It's, it's always just always up to date. Yep, and God really taught me a lesson that I'll never, ever forget.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you know, that's uh obviously it hurt the pocketbook a little bit yeah. at during that time yeah. of your life, but it's a relatively easy lesson to learn, right? Yeah. Uh but uh, that can be applied to any area of life. There's things that we know we need to be doing mm-hmm. that you know, God is like, hey, hey, here's a reminder. Hey, <laughs> you know what? You know, yep. you need to, you know, just like the DMV. I don't even know if the DMV sends out reminders like, hey. You're oh,
1: probably not. Who knows?
0: Registration's coming up. I think I get like one letter that's like, hey, you need to pay your registration. Yeah. But you know, that's there's your warning sign, yeah. right? And then you get to it and you're like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. What I couldn't afford in a registration fee has now turned into what I couldn't af- can't afford with a registration fee that's now late, exactly. and impound fees. And yeah, because yeah.
1: cause cause you reminded me that if, you, if you're if you late on your registration, they rack the DMV registration thing racks up, yep. but then you also have the, the fee at the impound yeah. lot or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it, I think that's kind of...
0: I'm not saying that's how it always works, but I think sometimes when we put off dealing with the things that we need to deal with, like the sin we need to deal with in our yep. life, it just ends up getting worse mm-hmm. and worse in our our consequences stack up and up and it becomes this unpayable debt and i yeah. just got to say thank you jesus exactly thank you jesus and i don't want to take advantage of that grace right and be like well you know what jesus is going to pay for that anyways mm-hmm. i'm going to do it and he'll get over it sometime that's kind of abuse yeah. right yep. um but i want to be like you know thank god that uh, there's something that i w- i was really stupid and i g- there's no way i could pay for what i did exactly. but he came through for me Yep. Um, it's just really cool to see. Um, another scripture I want to read, last one that we're going to read for the, for the day is this. It's Galatians 6, 4. Um, and it says, Each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else. And the reason that I believe God brought this scripture to my mind as I was writing this discussion was that I think sometimes it can be a lot easier to see the warning lights in someone else's life and be like, man, they are so stupid for not listening to... Th- isn't it so obvious? But then when you think about yourself, it's like, oh, it wasn't that easy to see. Mm-hmm. You, know, you have all yeah. these excuses. Why do you think it is that it's just so e- much easier to see the warning lights in other people's lives and not in our
1: own lives? So what do th- Why is that? I think uh, it's because... When you are able to see the warning lights of someone else, you don't have to face the interpersonal, mm-hmm. I don't know, responsibility. I, I don't know yeah. if that's the right kind of pathway I'm going. I know what you're saying. Um, you don't have to face, wow, well, that's me. And actually, maybe the reason I'm, Judging them so hard or able to see their flashing light is because, well, I actually have a problem with that in my own life. And it's easier to um, disassociate for yourself and then put it on someone else. Yeah. And I I think it's that. I think it's uh, – I don't want to – it's not like an ego thing. I guess no, it's like almost that, that, yeah. there. I don't know if you know what I'm putting down. But, uh, yeah, like you don't have to deal with yourself. But then it's easier just to be like, ah, oh, I see that that person did that. Yep. But, I mean, hey, when it comes to myself, I mean, I'm, hey, I, it's, it's just who I am or something. Yeah, and I,
0: I don't even know if it's that even that much of a conscious process either. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, there's sometimes that I've been, like, mad at a few people for doing something a certain way or, you know, making a stupid decision in life. And I, like, think through it later when I calm down. I'm like, why, why was I so mad about that? That had nothing to do with me. Why am I so angry and like I do some self-introspection and I'm like, oh, it's because I kind of do the same thing. Mm. And so yeah, I feel better about myself when I get mad for someone else doing the same stuff I'm doing.
1: Yeah, and I think sometimes we in our humanness, we like to be upset. And w- not only I think would the enemy allow and just kind of hold us there, because he knows it's we're not going in that right direction or mm-hmm. process, processing maybe in the way that God actually prefers us to. Uh, but I think sometimes us as humans, we wanna be, our thought process wants to be, trage- I don't know, projected or projected go, yeah. um, to something that's not us. Uh, and i think a lot of people struggle with that yep
0: you absolutely know? yeah cuz you can get mad at someone else but it's really hard to get mad at yourself and be like i messed up and i need to deal with this right yeah. and i
1: yeah i think it goes for like uh, what would you say like taking ownership and responsibility mm-hmm. of literally yourself and what you do in your in your life actions yeah and it's always good like
0: when you have these types of issues to you know Go see like a counselor or something and be like, why is it that I am the way that I am? Mm -hmm. You want explanations, but a lot of times people use those explanations as excuses. (laughs) Like, well, I experienced this, this, and this as a kid, and that's why I am the way that I am. Yeah. Which I will give you some empathy and some sympathy, and that's a rough time. But do you want to be better? Because you don't have to be that way just because that's what you experience. God gives you a whole new life, right? Right. Right. yeah, going beyond just kind of figuring out um, there's something wrong with me, but going and figuring out why
1: that's wrong with you, so that you can
0: use God to help you
1: fix that. You yeah, know? I really like that what you had said, even with a counselor, because if for example, if you go to like a counselor, a Christian counselor, whichever, there ha- they have like a a third, like not third eye view. <laughs> <laughs> hawkeye view i would say right like they're seeing it from this like outside perspective they did they weren't in your life like they maybe the counselor didn't live with you right so they didn't see the home life that you had yep. like that kind of thing right yep. but when you're in it it's easy to be like oh man i went through that and you can you're not thinking man i it's a victim mentality but then it's like you kind of are playing that victim mentality i think and yeah yeah
0: Absolutely. You you need sometimes to have that outside perspective. Yes. In order to move forward. Right.
1: Yeah. Because you'll give you a perspective and answers that you didn't see in the puzzle. Piece. Absolutely. absolutely.
0: Yeah. It's it's kind of like when you go play a round of golf at like a golf course that you've never been to before. Um, you know you can see that there's an uphill but you're like after you get to the top of the hill I have no idea where the hole is. Yeah. From there, right. Yeah. What would be really helpful is if you had another person up on top of that hill is like hey. I see where you're at. I see where you're wanting to go. Here's how you need to d- what yeah. you need to do to get there, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys are golfers, but you probably get <laughs> what I'm trying <laughs> to say. Uh, but real quick, I know we're running out of time tonight. I want to give you guys at home a, p- a practical application, like homework that you need to do at home this week. And it's it's not difficult, all right? Um, but I want you to take some time to pr- really pray, and not just like a Little quick thing here and there, but I want you to really pray and ask God to show you his warning lights What is going on in your life right now that you need to be aware of that you need to change in your life to be more like Jesus? Um, and I want you to remember he is your loving father, right? He loves you his warnings. They are for you. They are not against you because he is a loving father and um, And so if you want to take that even deeper beyond the prayer, which I believe is your initial step is that prayer, then you should go talk to a trusted friend um, and share about any warning lights that you feel like God has been placing in your life that you perceive are there and uh, maybe get some fresh insight from them. Um, a trusted friend that would be great but that is your homework pray 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 ask God to show you those warning lights and then talk to a friend about what those warning lights are and see if you can get some help all right we want to do that
1: Uh, Michael, would you uh, would you pray for everyone tonight yeah sure I'd love to thank you God thank you so much for this opportunity to be able to um, talk about maybe something that is a sore subject uh, something that makes us have to look at our own reflection and really dissect um ourselves and god thank you for giving us examples um, of something in your word that has proven um you know such a great great example for us that we don't we don't have to see the end result um and then be like oh man i messed up but you give us examples so that we can learn from that and so um god i pray for every single person who is watching everyone in our church network or maybe someone who's not in our church network someone who might stumble upon this and 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 see this discussion and see us for the first time and may not even know who we are but I pray for that person and I pray for them right now and I pray that God you would just begin to work in their heart and their mind and their in their life and their um, current circumstance that there they, they are right now and uh, God, thank you, and I pray that you would just show your love, your presence, and your your Holy Spirit, that you would fall fresh on every single person who would come across this, um, this stream, this video, uh, whoever you may be, wherever in the world, I don't know where you're at, but um, God will meet you where you're at, and so, God, I thank you for the miracles that you're going to do um, tonight, uh, months and months from now, and thank you in advance that, You're just such a great God, and and, and you love us to teach us great lessons. In Jesus' name we pray. If you agree, would you say amen?
0: Amen, amen. Well, listen, a couple quick reminders. Tonight at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we have prayer on our church Facebook page. Search New Life Church Network on Facebook. And we're the one with the three red hexes as our logo. Can't miss it, but 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we pray every single night as a church network. We'd love for you to join us. And if you have a prayer request, put those in our website, newlifeca.church slash prayer. Or you can always put those in the comments as well, and I'll check on those, and I'll add those to our prayer list. But we want you to know about that. And then if these ministries that we're doing here at the church are, uh, you know, really inspiring you and you want to see them grow and thrive and do amazing things, you can partner with us financially by going to newlifeca.church slash give. And you can give one-time or reoccurring gifts there, or you can text the word online to 209-647-3878 and follow the prompts and give to the church. Well... I want to leave you with one more Bible verse I hope encourages you before we dismiss for the night, and that's Matthew six thirty three. and it says, Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. And I pray that that encourages you as you head out into the rest of your week. All right, God bless you, new life. I'll see you guys again.